A new study has found an unexpected but apparently common injury associated with dog walking, traumatic brain injury. Researchers at Johns Hopkins University found that traumatic brain injuries were the second most common dog walking related injury among adults in U.S. emergency rooms between 2001 and 2020. Adults 65 or older, as well as women of all ages, were at greatest risk for serious injury compared to other demographic groups. This is Pulse Check. I'm Megan Messerly. The Senate Health Committee on Tuesday scheduled a markup on a package of drug pricing bills for May 2nd. The legislation would expand access to generic and biosimilar drugs and take aim at pharmacy benefit managers who negotiate discounts on medicines with drug makers. A federal judge in Idaho has signaled that he's leaning toward blocking the state from using its near-total abortion ban to prosecute doctors who refer patients to other states for the procedure. Two Idaho doctors and several Planned Parenthood organizations filed a lawsuit after State Attorney General Raul Labrador issued a letter saying that such referrals violate state law. Labrador has since withdrawn the opinion. And hospitals are pushing back against an FTC proposal to ban non-compete agreements, arguing it would have dire financial consequences and harm patients. Aaron Shoemaker explains the potential consequences for patients, doctors, and investors. Thanks so much for having me. So the FTC wants to ban non-compete agreements, but hospitals want to be exempt, and they've called the FTC's proposal unwise and illegal. What's going on here? So hospitals argue that non-compete agreements will hurt their business, which they say is still trying to, you know, recover from the pandemic and is a pretty bad financial shape. They also say it could hurt patients to end these non-compete agreements uh, and contractually bound to their jobs in a way keeps them with their patients. So they say that ending that continuity of care could be detrimental to patients. If doctors' wages go up, that could also make healthcare costs go up, the hospitals say. What do doctors say about all of this? Yeah, doctors are a diverse group. So some doctors own their own practices, although fewer and fewer do these days, and that would make them employers, and they would tend to be on the side of the hospitals. They would want to keep non-compete agreements, but a large number of doctors, it seems, and other healthcare workers have left hundreds, if not thousands, of comments for the FTC supporting ending non-compete agreements. So a diverse group, but a lot of doctors really don't want to be bound to their employers in this way. And then I know you mentioned, you know, hospitals are arguing that ending non-competes would be harmful to patients. But can you kind of walk me through like what impact ending these non-competes would have on patients? Yeah, it is a little bit hard to say. Both sides are saying different things. Doctors say it's bad for patients right now to have them bound to their employers through these non-competes. Partially, that's a quality of life thing. If your doctor's not happy maybe aren't getting the best care and maybe the workplace conditions aren't as good as they would be if doctors had the ability to push back on their employers a little bit. On the other side, the groups and hospitals that support the non-compete agreements say that it could separate doctors and patients to end this kind of agreement. And then both sides argue that consolidated care is a big problem, but they disagree over what role the non-competes play. And what is the FTC saying about all of this? Have they responded to the hospital's concerns? Not to my knowledge. The comment period just ended last week. The hospital groups have written long letters outlining their concerns, which I'm sure will be taken into account. And then on the other hand, hundreds, if not thousands of doctors have written in with their personal stories, many of them supporting ending these types of agreements. 
So what's next? When do we expect the FTC to take final action on this? It could take a while. The proposed rule is not specific to healthcare, so there are employers in every industry as well as House Republicans pushing back on this. There are also legal questions about the scope of the FTC's authority, and a lot of people are really worked up about this. One expert told me he wouldn't be surprised if this takes a year to shake out. And in the end, the final rule could be totally different or a lot narrower than what's been proposed by the FTC. Well, this is so interesting, and I'm sure you will be following this closely over the next many, many months uh, and up to a year. But thanks so much for talking. Thanks so much for having me. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah and Annie Reese are our producers. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of audio at Politico. I'm Megan Messerly. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening. 